into a bar on a cool winter's evening underneath the stars and we'll find somewhere close we don't want to walk far. You're in the cool room. I'm Damien Gibson and joining me as always is Mr. David Griffiths. As always? As always. How you going? <laughs> I've got that. We spent a lot of quality time together this week. We, we have. But there's no, it's been, it's all been good. There's been no snarkiness or narkiness towards each other. No, no, no. It's, it's been like the old days when we used to work together, sort of, yeah. you know, for 120 hours a week. Yeah. I'm surprised we never got to a point where I'm like, shut up. Well, we, did, we just did drink a lot of beer at the end of the, you know, it was just like, you the know. The beer helped. Yeah. The like, beer does help. Yeah. <laughs> it does lubricate yeah. All social situations. There were, there were times that we stopped talking, but we'd just sit there in silence at four o'clock True. in the morning in the middle of, you know, after a horrendous 12-hour summer shift and just just thousand, sip and stare past each other. Thousand, thousand yard stares yeah. just out the window. <laughs> just when you when for my brain, especially back in those very early days of the last place, just figuring out if I should be bothered going home or just sleep on the floor and you know, I know. And my, open the doors again in four hours' time. And my apartment was a block away. I would yep. genuinely think, you know, I could just crawl up on this bench and sleep yep. here tonight. <laughs> but then I'd have to go home and have a shower. Yeah, no. And no. come back. So that was always the thing. It's like, well, if I'm going to walk home to shower, I might as well walk home to sleep. Yeah. It's always those shocking notes where we've been open so long or, and, and or stayed so late that Safeway was open again in the morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then the person who served me like 24 hours ago was still with him. Like, there you go. Uh, and I hadn't, hadn't necessarily even been drinking. I just couldn't form words anymore. I was so tired. So tired and drunk. You just bought like four of the most random things. Yeah. Like tampons, bacon. <laughs> you know it's, I mean? A chubba chop. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, this is why, I don't think it's realised this, but I have enormous respect for doomsday preppers because at least they've got all his stuff together. <laughs> <laughs> it was me having to prep for doomsday. It was just like, oh, tampons, bacon, oh, chubba chubbs. And then, I then ran off to the shelter and then, you know, lock the big sort of door, concrete door behind me, sit down and open up my bags of supplies that have got to let me survive for four years and go, oh, this isn't looking good for Dave. This could be... <laughs> You are you are a man that went out to grab some supplies at the bar and came back with a with a woolen toilet seat cover. So, it's very it's, so it doesn't true. surprise me. You don't have your shopping list in order. It was the, it was the mosquito net for the hat that I think might have been the most random thing I ever bought for the bar. But then I insisted the members of staff wear it for the rest of the day without explaining to customers why. <laughs> And one of my favourite Instagram photos we ever did as a promo for the for Mr. Griffiths Bar. Remember that in Kensington? It was like something about, you know, we had carrots and all sorts of things, but we, we hung carrots and apples from a tree along with a new beer. So it was all about the new beer, but there was sort of mysterious carrots floating in the air. But on the <laughs> other side of the road, outside the Artemis, which was being renovated at the time, was Cameron in the mosquito net holding more carrots, looking like a widow in a Mexican painting or something. It's just, it's just the most random thing. It was just so Sunday afternoon, we've got nothing yeah, to do. Yeah, I know. I've never worked on Sundays. When I started seeing those Instagram posts, I was like, I'll go down and have a beer. The boys are obviously very quiet. <laughs> 
Um, we had a good chat with uh, Lee Quirman. We did. Very today. entertaining. Yeah. Super nice guy. Super funny. I'm really looking forward to seeing the show when it comes, which he was talking about when it comes to Melbourne in 2025. So, <laughs> <laughs> now we uh, forgot to do Lee and Lee's and our own socials at the end. You've memorised all of these, Damo. I think so. I'm just going to sit back and let you go. With We're it. on uh, Instagram at Cool Room Podcast. Lee, is that right? That's correct. <laughs> I didn't know that I had to say silent the whole time. Or... <laughs> uh, fuck it. <laughs> Lee, do you just want to tell us what your socials are? Yeah, sure. Uh, I I am Lee Quirvin. <laughs> my socials are Lee Quirvin Comedy at Facebook. Uh, on Facebook, I should say. Uh, Lee Quirvin Comedy on Instagram. Yep. And just Lee Quirvin on Twitter. And how do we spell that for those who are playing? Oh, yeah, it's a nightmare. I'm a man with a, with a name that no one knows how to spell. So everyone goes, Ooh. David, I know how to spell David. You don't know how to spell David? No. no. It's a different David. Yeah, it's a D-A-V-Y double D, David. Wow. See? Well, that's science as crap. That's Welsh. Hey, mm. okay. Crazy. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't know that. So how do you spell Oh, oh yeah, so yeah. I just entered the fifth element. I guess it's your first name that people struggle with. So is it yeah, L-double-E yeah. or L-E-I-G-H or... L-E-I-G-H is how it is. And the last name, though, that's that's Quirbin. That is... The way I... It's the word urban yeah. with a Q in front of it. Right. Whenever I tell that to people, they're like, oh, you're a dickhead. And I'm like, oh, it's the easiest way. Yeah. I'm like, urban with a Q. <laughs> and, and I'm like, otherwise, it's like Q-U-R-B-A-N. There should be an I or an E in there because of the English language. And I'm like, oh, there's not. But there isn't. There so isn't. Move so on. just Quirban now. Cool. Uh, what are we on Facebook? Um, search for the cool, cool room. Podcast, you- maybe. But it's a great way to keep up to date, not only with... We are the first thing that comes up. If you type in Cool Room Podcast into into Google, we're the only thing that comes up. And there's content we put up there that sort of is related to Steve Germain, who we had on sort of at the time of recording a few weeks ago from Tallboy and Moose, sent us a message today that he'd found some of the beers we were talking about. So those kind of things are on the Instagrams and the Facebooks just to sort of, you know, keep in contact with some of that stuff. Yeah, and we'll keep plugging the the guys that we've had on the podcast because they've been nice enough to... To come and waste a couple of hours with us. <laughs> waste it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, go and check that out, and um, we'll head off now to the conversation that we had with you, Blake. Thanks. <laughs> See you in the future, Blake. <laughs> my thoughts are my own. Walking around the corner, a pub is inside. Up there on the left, just past those lights. We've been there before, yeah, that place is alright. Let's pull up a stool and settle in for the night. This is The Cool Room. I'm Damien. Joining me is David Griffiths, as always. As always, here I am. And our guest today is Lee Quirbin, stand-up comedian. Hey. Just all-round good guy. <laughs> Shucks. You we have so blind. many good people on this podcast. One day we must really invite someone we don't like, so we can <laughs> sit them there and bag them out for an hour or so. True. I think... Free name of the dog hour. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who agrees on agrees to be on our podcast must be a pretty good person. I think that's why we're finding that everyone's a really nice person. There is that. It's like community service. Yeah, exactly. Right. So uh, Lee just recently got out of jail, and as he's a part of his 
He has to be on our podcast. So. He's mashing up pumpkins for Meals on Wheels recipients <laughs> and appearing on podcasts across the country. It's a tough sentence, but, you know, do the crime. Yeah, you, they you deserve do the time. it. They deserve it. Every single one of them. They deserve it. And that's the lack of remorse that the judge noted. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we've got some traditional questions we ask every guest uh, at the of the podcast. The first one uh, is when and where did you have your first drink? Oh, first drink. That was – are we talking like your first sip of your beer? That doesn't really count. No, though. most people – Like a proper drink. Yeah, basically. Just, like, drink when your parents didn't know is yeah, sort of the yeah, – Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember it vividly because it was disgusting. Uh, <laughs> a good friend of mine in high school, so we were in year eight – about 14 years old, yeah. his cousin was having their 21st. Uh, so there were a lot of people there, big event, no one really paying much attention to what we were doing, and this was back in the day when Red Bears, the mixed vodka drinks, yeah. remember Red Bears? No. I don't, oh. but the name does inspire fear. It was fear. like, yeah, it was <laughs> pretty much a poor man's UDL. Yeah, right. Uh, and they wow. had like raspberry, orange, pineapple flavour, like yeah. sickening, and we just got stuck into those. We had about, I don't know how many. I think we managed to get a six-pack, so we had about three of those. Right. And then, like, the one beer that the parents would allow. Oh, you can have one beer to celebrate. Well, I forgot, like, red and orange tongues <laughs> from drinking four or five red beers. Kids been into the cordial already tonight, have you? Why don't you try something a bit stronger for once? Yeah. It was that unreal. Would, that would explain kids on the red cordial. Maybe they've been drinking red UDLs. Well, it's a gateway drug. No one's noticed. It is. Coldies is a gateway drug to red beers. And uh, it's ruined my life. <laughs> well, as we've already discussed, you just got out of jail. You're exactly. Yeah, it's a slippery slope. <laughs> After one taste of the pineapple red beer, everything's good down. <laughs> now, we, uh, there's a sort of loose affiliation with this podcast being a craft beard sort of podcast, hospitality podcast. It's very <laughs> we, we change our minds. I'm depending on who we've got on any given day. So, so they're very loose thread through all the I've been to a pub before. Yeah, but that's why we Excellent. had to yeah. <laughs> You're right. You're hired. <laughs> Are you a craft beer fan at all? I, I, I don't know. I I don't get the things that are super, like, you know, the real strong IPAs? I can't mm. do those. But I love a craft stout. And this yeah. one as well. It's feels nice, I've got to say. I'm one over like this. So it's like if it's the super hoppy yeah. IPAs, I'm just like, nah, kicks me in the head too much. Getting a little bit of that from people that seems mm. to be a... Hops backlash happening. Yeah. It's fair Just, enough. I mean, like everything is IPA, and there's some very, very big IPAs. Yeah, yeah. But a good craft. What was I? And that's the other thing. I'm terrible at remembering names. So people are like, "Oh, what craft beer do you like?" My uh, the one I had four weeks ago at <laughs> a pub that yeah. someone told me I should have. Um, <laughs> but no, I reckon the stouts, a good chocolate stout. You might know it. Uh, the Local tap house, is that what it's called in St Kilda? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What's the dark ale they do there? It's like kind of chocolatey tasting. Genuinely no idea. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I had one of those and changed my world the other week. But I can't remember that thing. I can't remember the name. Yeah. That is a so, problem. Yeah, because it's if you've just sort of walked in somewhere and someone's like, here, have this, and you haven't, well, that's yeah. nice. And they tell you the name was always like, oh, it's the Williamstown Wonky Leg Shuffle. Yeah. And you're like, what? <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to fucking remember that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Actually, I think I would. If someone named the it. Williamstown <laughs> Wonky Leg Shuffle. <laughs> triple strength yeah, IPA. Yeah. No, but I have the same thing. There's a, a, a bar up the street in North Melbourne that I 
can never remember the name of the bar, let alone the porter that they have on the menu that I love, but I can't remember the yeah, name. Seven Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they never serve me. <laughs> Every time I get to the door, it's shut. I'm like I'm urinating on the door. I'm like, I won't let me in. Can't you see I need to use your bathroom? No, but I was. I went there last night, and, and the waitress came up to not Seven Eleven. Actually, I had to go to Seven Eleven. How do you like your Gatorade? <laughs> Blue. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the waitress came over and she's like, oh, what would you like? And I had to be that person's like, the last time I was here, I had this really nice porter. Do you know which one that might be? And luckily she was like, yeah, I know exactly what that is. Okay, yeah. But usually it's like, we have seven porters. Yeah, that's exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, which one's the best for me? It yeah. was really nice. I had like a, I don't know, I had like a hit, like a real hint of malt in there that I really liked. Like, yeah, that'd be a porter. And when, yeah, I, yeah. when I poured it into the glass, it like got this foamy head. <laughs> I don't know much about beer, but I know what I like. Yeah, yeah and it was, a, it was a darker beer as well. You know, it's, a, it's a porter. You've already said it was a porter. <laughs> uh, speaking of bars, where's your favourite bar in Melbourne to... Have a drink. Do you have a favourite watering hole? A local watering hole. Well, the local, because I'm I'm a Kensington boy, Mm. and uh, our local is just, I don't want to trash pubs. It's the Duda. It's the Duda, and it's kind of like, uh, (laughs) so it's like, if you go out, I like going to White Rabbit, just for a little chill out. That's a fun little place to hang out. Yeah, we're Um, Rabbit fans. Yeah, yeah, Rabbit fans are good. And they're, uh, they're always very liberal with their closing times, which is good. Absolutely. <laughs> on the off chance of the liquor licensing commission, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't no. know what you're I talking mean, about. Closing is in the closing their rat traps yes, because they don't need them because <laughs> their health standards are so good. And uh, <laughs> they are, I will say, they are very sort of like their the opening hours are more of a guideline of yeah. when they'll be open rather than yeah. even exactly. from opening hours it's like oh we open at 12 or 1 or 2 <laughs> it depends what time it was last night but yeah. it certainly would have been in accordance with our liquor license just you know just, just to mention that it was a bit later than we thought and so we're going to be opening a bit late today as well or even days some days it's just like nah closed yep like, oh, but, it, but it's Saturday yeah. And you're a bar. Nah, we're classed. Nah, not interested in it. <laughs> it reminds me of when we thing. first moved to Kensington, my wife and I, and this is 20 years ago now, yeah. we were school teachers, and so we'd get to the summer school holidays, and we go, great, we're going to go to this bar, this cafe, and everything shut. There was like, the news agent really? didn't open for a month. It was just like every single thing shut. And so all of a sudden, well, I guess we're getting in the car and we're driving out of our suburb to go and have our morning coffee each day. Yeah, that's a weird one. Yep, it was the weirdest thing. Happens a bit, I I find. Like, I've lived in Kensington as well, and this is sort of like January, everything just shuts. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I'll go get some fish and chips. Oh, no. (laughs) The white rabbit will be shut for two two or three weeks. Oh, yeah. It'll just shut. Yeah. For the bottle of January. It's up. Oh, no. Yeah, which is strange because it's that's it's hot and people yeah. want to drink beer when it's yeah, hot. And they're on holidays. <laughs> Whereas I'll do the reverse. I'll open the Royal Mail and spin street right through and no one will come because they, they'll just presume that we're shut like everyone else is. Yeah, clever they days. some reverse yeah, like yeah, We are closed. Do not come in. Then they'll come in. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> that, that is the Mur- Murphy's Law that is hospitality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a hard question though. You say like, what's your favourite pub to go to? Because yeah. it's all about just the memories out of it. Like we were talking about the ESPY before, and mm. it's like before I moved to Melbourne. Yeah. Whenever we came to Melbourne, we'd spend a whole day there. 
Yeah, yeah but since being here, it's been closed. It's only just recently opened. Yeah. So I was just like, that was my favourite pub, but the old pub, if you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I'm sort of the same. It will change from, you know, like I love here, but that's because one of my close friends runs the pub and I have a lot of good memories already about it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I don't, my thing, my standards have sort of changed on what I want yeah. from and a pub. Like, was a good... Good seat to sit on. That's basically <laughs> all I want. Yeah. Like that, I'm such an old man. It's like, I just want to sit down <laughs> with my friends and not move. Yeah. Yeah. And what if about you can hear them? I don't want your yeah, hippity-hoppity music. <laughs> Something just happens in your 30s. And it, it, I don't know whether it creeps up on you or it's just one day and it happens and you just but you can't handle loud music. Yeah. In no. Nah. <laughs> I think I'll get, I told before about my sort of final Metallica concert where I came and bruised and battered from being up the front and yeah. unable to hear it. So, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> I it was did grouse, that, but I'm never doing that again. I did that at the Foo Fighters mid-show. I was like in the, we were in the general admission about five rows from the stage. Dave, but I was rocking out and I was like, nah. <laughs> just, went, <laughs> just went to the bar. Yeah. Yeah. And then my, one of my mates, Kieran, came and joined me and we sat there and watched from the bar at Etihad Stadium. Perfect. Yep. <laughs> it would be funny if your back was too Dave Grohl. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Just like having a chin lag with the, with the bar stuff. You fucking keep down, Dave. <laughs> trying to talk about Mate, William Sam Wong. Try to order a beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about overseas? Or even you're from Adelaide. Yeah. Do you have a favourite? No, no, we've read about it, but uh, we're yet to have it shipped over. Uh, <laughs> Adelaide, there are a lot of good pubs there. I we always have this close affinity with a place called the Ed, the Edinburgh. Right. Uh, it's like voted number one beer garden in Adelaide, pretty much. Right. Mm. And it's this classic summertime vibe of like it's, it's always like the episode of Cheers yeah. like everyone yep. you know goes to the Ed in summer right. so instead of doing the Christmas catch up you're like I'm just going to go to the Ed yep. and sit in everyone the beer garden be there, and yeah. everyone will be there and it's just like oh, perfect and do you know what else I like is a, a beer garden that you can have a durry in as well oh nice that oh, yeah mm-hmm. That's it. I know Dave, David doesn't smoke, but I do when I drink, and that's a big consideration. Yeah, and a lot of places don't have that anymore. Yeah, you know? yeah. which is fair enough because if you don't smoke, yeah, smoking is gross. But, <laughs> but if you do, oh, oh yeah, so <laughs> I had that thing with uh, what you were talking about with the SP. I've got the same thing with the Crown and Anchor. Oh, in Adelaide. Yeah, in Adelaide. Every time I went to Adelaide to one. play, yeah, most of the time we play at the Crown and Anchor, and then you just. Stay there. So Cranker. That's right? true. Is the local nickname for it. Yeah, Cranker. Yeah. Cranker's good. And that's the other thing. It's just like that's a totally different vibe. But yeah. in my later, when I started doing comedy, it was like the Exa and the Cranker and you'll just alternate between the two. Yeah, right. And both and the Exa is very good because it was one of those pubs that in Adelaide, every pub has pokies because it's the only way they can keep alive. But yeah. the Exa was like, nah, fuck that. We're not going to get pokies at all. We're yeah. just going to stay like a... I think I've played there area. as well. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. in their little atrium area. Yeah. Um, yeah. And even then they had the the food uh, when that was being served and you couldn't smoke outside and eat food because everyone just hangs out the front on these mosaic tables and just yep. drinks beers and smoke. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, we just won't serve food because we just know that people come here for to a drink and a dark drink, yeah. and hang out. And it's like the only pub that's done that. And it's still cranking, you know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Wait, it's, I'm sort of surprised that more... Pubs in Melbourne haven't done that because they've changed the rules 
not to get into the minutiae of that, but yeah. they've changed the rules recently where it's the same thing. You can't have, it can't be a food serving area and you can smoke. Mm. Um, but I have been sort of surprised that most venues go, yeah, food. Yeah, although I think, I'm not even sure now, I think internally, I don't know, it's not like we don't have a beer garden, so it's not actually my problem, but I don't yeah. even think you can have smoking in beer gardens anymore in Melbourne. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, the places I've been going to... <laughs> oh, no, I'm not wrong. I might be wrong. Because I don't smoke, I don't really sort of notice. I think it's a because I don't smoke and I don't mind if my friends smoke. It's one of yeah, those things yeah. that I don't really notice. Yeah. And that's the other thing. Like, I get if you don't like, but a lot of times people are like, well, I just want to sit outside. I don't care if someone's having a cigarette. Yeah. Because, hey, they've been doing that since the, you know, yeah. start of pubs anyway. Hey, man, so, I'm on your side. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Too dark. <laughs> I'm just like a chronic cigarette <laughs> abuser right now. I'm like, nah, it's the old diary. We have a question that we ask everybody, and uh, it's a bit of a curly one, uh, yeah. but it is the name of the podcast. Oh. And you've worked, you're a comedian, so you would have done a lot of shows in a lot of different pubs. Do you have any cool room stories? And if you don't, cool that's room. fine. What's the sort of strangest, weirdest thing you've seen happen? <coughs> in a pub. <laughs> in a behind, pub. behind the scenes, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> right. I reckon... So no cool room. I've never worked hospitality. And I'm, uh, I'm kind of devastated I've never done that yet. You should I, No. <laughs> <laughs> be careful no. what you choose to be devastated by. You know, yeah. Yeah. No, it's a lot of fun, but it's it's a lot harder than it looks. Yeah. And there's a lot of... So many things that are annoying about it. But for <laughs> all the pros, there's like three cons, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Well, okay, so the weirdest thing I've seen, uh, it was the weirdest and the funniest. Uh, it was back in our hometown, Adelaide. Yeah. Uh, I used to play football. Rattle, for, uh, Radelaide. Radelaide. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> used to play amateur football at a very uh, low level. I was in the C grade. It was good fun. But uh, we won the grand final. And then obviously you just go out and carry on. And we're at like a local bar on a Monday night. Oh, Same Mad kind Monday. Of, the old Ooh. Mad Monday. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, like at the end of the night, it was just us. And I'm sitting there at the table just drinking with the guys I was playing with. Yeah. And then we turn around and one of the other players uh, was sitting by himself at the front bar with a pint, not running around, not being abusive, but just completely butt naked. Sitting on the bar stool, just like having a drink, and we're like, he wasn't abusing anyone or running around. He was sitting just completely butt naked, and we're like, magic. That was his thing. I'm like, magic. What the fuck are you doing? He's like, oh, just having a beer. <laughs> and then the manager of the bar walks around. He's just like, ah, oh, mate, come on, you you can't do that. <laughs> and like, no argument. He's like, all right, like puts his underwear back on, but it's just. And by himself as well, not like trying to be the dick. No, oh, look at me, I'm so drunk. By himself, just, having a quiet beer, yeah, but yeah. naked. I just can't. I just can't handle these clothes anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those images that was just burned <laughs> yeah. into my head. I was like, this is absurd. That's Absolutely amazing. Absurd. I was well. You're telling the story. I was just picturing him like reading the paper. Yeah. <laughs> that casual about yeah. it. Oh, just just, just, yeah. <laughs> just, just, just certain things in the classified. Yeah. Labour yeah. wanted. Yeah. Underwear for sale. <laughs> I need some of those. <laughs> and I, I sort of could appreciate that. I have. I have a. I was going to say a bonfire. It's not really. There are times when I'm drunk and I take my shirt off. And I'm 44. That's not a good look. There's, there's, there's nothing good about me taking my shirt off. But I just get to this stage and I'm like, you know what? You know what? 
I'm sick of having a shirt on. <laughs> it's like a primitive instinct. Yeah. It's like, I don't know how to deal with these poisons in my body. I'm going to strip naked. You're looking at like the moon. <laughs> what, 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 what is it? It's a hypothermia or whatever it is, where apparently you know, the last thing you do is, you know, as oh, you're yeah. dying of cold, mm. is take all your clothes off because you start to get your brain is that addled. So they often find wow. people dead in the snow naked. Wow. And I because love that because it's like, yeah. it's cold. It's cold. <laughs> there's going to be some major shrinkage. And I don't want my naked body found and my tiny cold frostbite penis. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> Shut to the world. <laughs> Take all your clothes off but put a glove over the old fella just yeah. to keep you warm. <laughs> it's a biological <laughs> response. <laughs> You I slip off it. into the darkness, happy with the knowledge of how you're going to be found. He died doing what he loved, putting gloves on his cock. <laughs> That's how I'll always remember it. <laughs> oh, man. That, oh, wow. Has anyone ever nooted up in any of your bars, David? Day's probably the closest. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Just RSA match pinned to his bare chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's probably an element of truth in that. I don't think anyone's ever got complete. Oh, well, that's not entirely true. At the Bowls Club, <laughs> I have done a naked Bowls Green on a New Year's Eve at about 7 p.m. <laughs> 7 p.m.? Really? Yeah, that was. Schnitzel was yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a big, It was a hot night, is all I can say in my defense. All right, case dismissed. Boys will be boys. There was a state pennant match going on at the, at the time as well. <laughs> well, we were a couple of shots down and somebody had to actually do something to distract and cause a bit of a break in play. And as president, you know, it's important. So you've got to step up. Not true. Hey, opposition, look at this. Look at this. <laughs> Come it's a helicopter. It's a helicopter. <laughs> All right, Lee, you've been doing stand-up for a while. Yeah. Do you remember where your first gig was? Oh. Of course I do, yeah. And it involved beer as well, which is quite uh, quite cool yeah. for this podcast. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. uh, we talk about beer. Yeah. We do. Well, yeah. Good. Yes. Yeah. Beer's cool and everything. Uh, no, I remember it vividly. It was part of the Triple J Raw Comedy Competition. Uh, so that was held at a place called the Rhino Room in Adelaide. Right. Uh, which was kind of synonymous for just stand up and being the place to be. Right. So I was kind of like, not only entering that, I was like, oh, I get to kick you at the Rhino Room and it's my first time ever, this will be great. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of went the opposite direction of most comedians where they're like, oh, the first time I did it, I didn't tell anyone. I, I just, I didn't tell anyone. I went there by myself. Yeah. I was just like, I'm going to tell. They always tell that story. It's yeah. like a shameful thing. I, think uh-huh. I was ashamed of myself. I was crying the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I stood what outside one day and then didn't go in and then I went back a week later and I looked inside and no, 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 I can't do it. <laughs> to be fair, if I was ever to do stand-up, that would be exactly yeah, how my story would yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> but I went the opposite. I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm going to tell as many people as possible so yeah. I can get there. And then that kind of like put me under pressure because I'm like, I can't bail out now because I've mm. told like 20 people to yeah. come and watch me. Uh, and so I remember being there. I think I was like maybe fourth on the run-up. Right. Uh, and I was like, okay, I'll get a beer to settle my nerves. And I drank probably 30 mils of this beer. And I was like, nah, I feel sick. I can't finish that. And so I just held on to this warm stubby of beer for like an hour. Wow. Uh, and it was just so nerve-wracking. Did you take I it out on stage with you? 
Were you that no, nervous? No, no, no. I, 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 just, I just couldn't actually let go of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shaking people's hand yeah. with the stubby as a year and But, uh... I didn't know you were a prop comic. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you <me> stubby one? <laughs> uh, yeah, but I just remember being so nervous. It was just one of those things is like, as soon as you got your first laugh, yeah. it, just, it just melted away. It was I was like, way. oh, this is why I did this. And then it was, it was fun from there. Um... So going straight into raw comedies, it's a pretty bold manoeuvre, my friend. Yeah, well, I mean, truth be, I'm saying this to someone else, another comedian. We were talking about, you know, first gigs and how we started. Yeah. And it was kind of like, if you weren't really into the scene and didn't know how it worked, yeah, I didn't know any other way of doing it. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's like I always went and watched comedy, always loved comedy, but I didn't have my ear down yeah. the ground to yeah. know that there was an open mic that ran every Wednesday. So it was kind of when I did Raw, and I was lucky enough to make it through to the semifinals, but... Then when I did progress further, I remember being like, oh, shit, so that's comedy. I really liked doing that, but now it's over. <laughs> and the guys running it were like, no, no, just go to an open mic on Thursday. I'm like, yeah. Who, like, who, yeah, is, this, who is this Mike? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You mean Mike Shin? Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. this an autopsy where we're opening up a local <laughs> mic? I don't want to climb into a torso. I want to do comedy. <laughs> but, yeah, and then that just opened up, and that's how it's been for the past eight years. But, but, yeah, I mean, I suppose that's what Raw's meant to be, right? Like, it's, yeah, it's like, an yeah. introduction. To it's a, the comedian version of Unearthed, yeah. you know, trying to dig people up to go and do it. But it kind of seems to have been my, or just in Melbourne anyway, mm. friends of mine who have done stand-up for a while and then they'll go and do yeah. Raw. They sort of get to a, a point where they feel like they can't well, they're in it to go it, which makes any sense. further. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, you know, I've, I've got these regular gigs and blah, blah, blah. I'll go on Raw and see if I can... Yeah, if I'm with that, that it's natural, yeah. Uh, yeah, national coverage, natural coverage. Yeah, yeah. that's how it works. But um, yeah, and it's kind of, it's such an odd first gig to do because it's kind of totally unrealistic of what the first couple of years of doing comedy is because you've got a packed crowd, yeah, with a professional MC, everyone's super supportive, yeah, and then you do that and you're like, fuck, this is great, comedy's awesome, <laughs> and then you do your first open mic and it's like three art students in a pot plant in a basement somewhere, <laughs> uh, there's 58 people on the lineup, yeah, uh, there's yeah. no laughter, yeah. the, the plants yelling abuse, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> the MC is like, and here's your 19th act, um, uh, Lee Caban. Caban? I don't know, just get up. And, oh, hi guys, how you doing? Uh, to, to the two people that aren't even paying attention to great you. To see, great to see the ferns out there tonight. <laughs> and you are like, you only two people in here a couple? Two in crowd? No? Yeah. <laughs> what do you do for a living? Oh, you're the bartender at the bar. Yeah. Oh, that's right, it's no one else here. So, uh, yeah. And you get that, like, <laughs> and it was so weird seeing like you'd do that and some people come off the like yeah that was a great gig I crushed it and you're like how how can anyone crush the two people smiling like politely nodding <laughs> yeah. I reckon that joke's got a lot of legs to it that was a good reaction <laughs> yeah, someone coughed and another person sneezed it was amazing yeah I uh, no, <laughs> once once played a show, we were, we were a support act in Geelong to literally one person. Oh. And we were a full rock band, four-piece rock band. And there was this, like, do we... Were they, was the do one we do the show? paying attention to you? Or? Yeah, he was, like, leaning against... There was a pillar in the middle of the floor, and he was just, like, leaning against it. He yeah. clapped it every, at the end of every song. We were like, fuck it, we'll just treat it as a rehearsal. Yeah. Um, but, yeah... <laughs> 
It's one of the worst nights of my life. And it's because it's like you still got to perform. Yeah, but like, Ooh. and you're you know, up. Yeah, you're, point you're a support actor. You're on the bill, so you've got to do the right thing and try and rev up the crowd. Yeah, of one. <laughs> <laughs> now this side of the room, repeat. <laughs> no, ladies you on the left. Sing it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone look out for each other out there, right? Yeah. Season will fall up and pick them yeah. up. You know, we're here to love. Oh, yeah, thanks, man. No, but it rocks like Geelong. Can I get a hell yeah? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Like, we had that once in Perth. We did this stage show called the uh, Woody Donger Arts Review. Pardon me? It, it was called the Woody Donger Arts Review. <laughs> it was a, a sketch show where it was a... Uh, the whole show was about a guy who loses the RSL's money on the Greyhounds, and so they put a variety show together to raise money for a fake charity. That's a fucking great idea. It was so much fun. It was super silly, but it's like we had a terrible time slot. It was 6 o'clock uh, on a weeknight, yeah. so it was, it was like a Wednesday, 6 p.m., so hard to get people in. People were fucking working. And one night we had two people in. Same oh. thing. But because it's a scripted stage show, yeah. you can't just pull out. Like, as a comedian, you can be like, oh, look, it's just you two. I, I can still do it. But the play starts when the curtain's open. Yeah. So curtain's open, two people. Great. 15 minutes of foot. And we're like, mate, we'll do it. And we just put everything we had in it, like throwing ourselves on the floor and being like, what? <laughs> like for these two people. And to their credit, like, they were lovely. Yeah. They sat front row, they were laughing, they were clapping, and then at the end of it, we had a chat and a drink with them. And they were just like, we just love it because they were in music as well. They're like, we've played in music and we've yeah. totally done the same as you've just done. We've yeah, played yeah. to two people, but like, the fact that you just gave it your all was worth it. So, yeah. yeah, it was actually like that show, strangely enough, was better than some of the other shows we did to an actual crowd. Yeah. Because it yeah. was, yeah, they at least are on board. It, it was a way to come, yeah, because the pressure's sort of off in a way, because it's like, oh. Mm. I can direct all of my attention to these two yeah. people, you know what mm. I mean? And if they're smiling and engaged, it's like, cool. Well, we've got the two people who are here, so let's just have yeah. fun. Exactly. Know? And there's one sketch where we had a, uh, a meat tray raffle halfway through the show, <laughs> and we everyone who came in got a raffle ticket, but there was obviously only two there. And so the, the host, who was like this disgusting country man called Torpy, it's like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we've got we've got a big crowd in, and we're going to draw the raffle. And it's just a cup with two tickets. And it's like, it's going to be on the one of so get ready to get out. <laughs> and then, yeah, they want to meet trains. <laughs> the thing I like about this show is it sounds basically like my entire existence at the bowls club. You know, where I used to run, you know, legit meat raffles for two people on some Friday night. <laughs> Was it just meat for two? Just like yeah. a, a chop and a sausage? <laughs> <laughs> like you say, if you like, I can just cut it in half and you can <laughs> burn it. <laughs> no, I want to risk it all. I came here with nothing. You know. <laughs> yeah, well, Eddie, I came here with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where's your favourite place to do stand-up? Oh, that would... Uh, look, I'm still... Even though I live in Melbourne, it's still the Rhino Room. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. There's something about it. It's just, yeah, who? There's a lot of good places in Melbourne, though. Like, there's, there's killer gigs there, but it's when people ask that question, I think because you started there as well. Yeah. yeah. So you got all these happy memories of, like, you know, doing it to your first big crowd and being like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm with Justin Hamilton tonight. This is insane. But, um, yeah, that's my favourite place to gig. In Melbourne, yeah. I'd say there's a couple of good ones. The Rochi. 
is super fun. The mm. old Rochester and oh, Fitzroy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're just like a young, switched-on, comedy-savvy crowd. Yeah. Mm. And so it's kind of like, they're not laughing at hacky shit, but they get something that's a little bit higher up. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's good to run new material there. And they always get a good crowd, and it's fun, and they have $8 pints. Ooh, and that's yep. good. And we get a couple of freebies as well. So it's like, woo! <laughs> yeah. So you did it. You did a show in the comedy festival this year yeah, yes. uh, called um, Drinking About Travelling. Do you want sure. to tell us a little bit a little about, about that? No, 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 next question. <laughs> I, I, I told you, David. I, I, I told you he wouldn't want to speak about what he does. Yeah. I hate it. Don't ask closed questions. Don't ask closed <laughs> questions. <laughs> no, I can tell you about it. It was fun. It was a, it was a travel show. So um, I did the whole backpacking thing about, oh, God, that's six years ago now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the drinking part was just, look, at the time when I first wrote that show, which was 2016, I just had a lot of jokes about drinking. Yeah. And I think that's the thing when you when you write a show, you're like, okay, what's the theme? And how does it tie into most of the material that I'm comfortable with? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, well, I'll talk about traveling. But, of course, when you're traveling as a 24-year-old, as I was at the time, yeah. it's just a lot of drinking and partying. Yeah, of course. So the whole show was just kind of like, taking the piss out of those stereotypes of young travellers and being like, hey, working solidly for two years and saving up all your money and flying it all overseas, is it worth it? <laughs> and it kind of just explored that. So it was fun. Uh, I always had some characters in there. So I had a character called Travel Wanker, uh, which was every arsehole that you meet at a hostel who plays Wonderwall on the guitar. <laughs> um, and also, you know, says how the places they went were a lot more authentic. Mm. Uh, real than the places you've been and oh yeah that's really touristy that place that we're both in right now it's touristy and you should know that because I do like you know just that stuff but it was a lot of fun it was good and easy to uh, market to as well just every hostel yeah it's just like hey you're travelling right now here's a show for you I'll give you half price tickets Sometimes worked, sometimes realised that they spoke French. And uh, so they came and smiled politely because they had no idea what was going on. Uh, but I got their money and at the end of the day, that's why we do art. For cash. <laughs> Couldn't give a shit if they had a good time or not because I got 50 bucks off of it. Fuck it. You also uh, host quiz nights every now and then around town. Oh, yeah. Do you have any fun that's, stories? That's where the real about... passion is. <laughs> <laughs> you got your comedy, you got your music, but quiz night is. I. <laughs> it's fun. I shouldn't say that. All right. I, I love the pub that I do it at. Yeah. I do it at a pub in South Melbourne called the Golden Gate, and they're just super fun. And all the regulars there, like they like the banter. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. A lot of times you do trivia nights, and people are doing it as if it's their full time job. And they're like. Mate, but can you just say the question again? And you're like, oh, I will. I'm getting to it. I'm just saying, hello, how are you? you know, like, I can't hear what you're saying. Just like, well, yeah, just stop talking and I'll say it again. Yeah. You know. I, well, I used to run the quiz night at the last I was just going to say that. that we, yeah, I feel like yeah. you guys could and 100% bond yeah. over <laughs> And it was always my thing. Like, I'd always go, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to drink while I do the quiz tonight. I'm just going to do it and I'll, I'll go home. Yeah. And it'd be like, Oh, can someone just go and get me a couple of tubes of Sierra Nevada? I don't think I'm going to be able to get through this crowd without just a little bit of, you know. And they're intense as well. Like, oh, true. I was there every night. Every yeah, quiz yeah. night, you're like, it's Tuesday night, no, I'm just going to have a quiz. I'm not going to drink tonight. I'm just going to do the quiz and then I'll leave. Because you didn't actually work on Tuesday. Yeah, that's right. I'd sort of... So you'd come in and do the quiz night. And like before the, before the quiz had even started, because they'd be coming up to him and asking about questions 
before the quiz had even yeah. started. Really? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, it was what, about the picture rounds that were already on the table? Like, no, I'm just like, oh, what are the questions tonight, Dave? Yeah. Can you, <laughs> can you, give, us, can you give us a couple of clues about that? <laughs> and because we they do... would hit us, the bar staff, up for what? Yep. Like, answers and stuff. And stuff. The concept of a quiz night is you answer them when they're told yeah. to you. <laughs> we, we used to have like a quiz like... question about one of the new beers on and a yeah, quiz okay. question about the staff and stuff like that. So it'd be like, who's a... Uh, which member of staff's the question about tonight? And uh, so, Damo, Damo, what are some interesting facts about you? Yeah, <laughs> all, yeah. all of a sudden, everyone wants to know about me. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, Damien, uh, I heard you're into wrestling. You know, tell me about that. Oh, do I? <laughs> no one ever asked me about wrestling. <laughs> it is intense, though. And I think I find, like, if anything, the themed ones are the hardest. Yeah, right. Because yeah. you've got people who are diehard fans of that yeah. theme. Right. And the thing is, I'm just the bloke asking the questions. Like like a Harry like, Potter yeah, thing. So, funny yeah. enough, my first yeah. ever quiz night that I did was a themed Harry Potter one. Oh, no shit. Yeah, first one ever. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, I've never read or watched Harry Potter. Man, I'm with really you there. So, yeah. yeah. And so I asked, because my girlfriend's into it, I was like, I'm supposed to dress up as someone. You've watched it. What do I do? And she made a costume. I can't even remember the character I was. Mm. Uh, but I got there and just... Like the spite from people when I mispronounce like Hugglepuff Waffington or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> ah, excuse me, excuse me, you don't, what, what are you saying? I'm like, I'm just reading words on a clipboard and wanting to get the hell out of here. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that was rough. That was yeah. super rough. No, yeah. I've had a lot of mates, including the two of you, do quiz nights and I just. I don't know how you do it. It, just, no. it would. I would get genuinely angry in those situations. <laughs> I think when you find a good, like, and I'm not just saying it because I do it, it's my bread and butter now, but, like, the, the one that I do with the Golden Gate, it's just, like, they've got good people there, they give out heaps of free beers, everyone keeps happy. But some yeah. clubs you do it at, like, no promo, no, like, the prize is like, you've won a pencil, and you're like, great. Yeah. And it's just awful. So, like, I think it's good when you can find a pub that's, actually good at marketing it, but yeah. if they don't give a shit about it, it's awful. And I've done plenty of pubs like that where it's yeah. like, oh, come yeah. on, man. Like, one was a Star Wars thing, right? They're right. like, oh, it'll be good. We'll get heaps of people in. People love Star Wars. I'm like, all right, great. Yeah, people do love Star Wars. Yeah. Rocked up in a Yoda costume. I'm ready to go. There were three people in the pub yeah. on a table just wearing Star Wars short shirts and having a beer. And I went up to the guys who run it. I was like, what's going on? Is it? And they're like, Oh, yeah, we put a post up on Facebook last night and I uh, got seven lights. And so we were like, oh, we should have three tables, but two of them are pulled out, so it's just the one. Fuck. And I'm like, I are we cancelling it? They're like, yeah, probably. And so I felt so sorry for these three people. Yeah. So I said, all right, so I had to be, I sat down. I'm like, look, I've got questions here. Let's just do a fire round just between yeah, us yeah, three. Yeah. And just shot them out in like 20 minutes, had a beer and then left. Because I'm like... <laughs> actually, is- I actually, we've had a couple... Of ones where there's only been two tables turn up, yeah. and I really enjoy those ones because I just use it as an opportunity to bait them and, and you know, people, <laughs> yeah. people who are complete strangers at the start of the you know two completely yeah. two different groups of people see how angry I can get them with each other and just go you know, I think you're falling behind table two. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, table one, you've got to get this right. Then just go over and look at their answers and yeah. shake my hand. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Oh, yeah, yeah. um, Lee, I know you're a fan of West End Draft. A fan? Uh, I'm a follower. <laughs> this is what I wanted to ask you. Yeah. 
Is this is this for real? Do you really love the beer it, that much, or is it, it just a is it just an ingrained it, no, South Australian thing? Don't you dr- I'll throw you out this window if you keep on trashing it. it no, it is that's it. I just a lot of good memories behind it, and it's just like it's one of those beers that for me I can drink a hundred of them yeah. and just wake up the next morning and just have a little headache because it's so it's refreshing, watery. Just reminds me of grassroots football, really, yeah, yeah. and it's just like. I love it. I don't know. A lot of people trash it. Have you guys tried West End? I have. I have had it. Yeah. I don't think I've had. I wouldn't know if I've had West End or not. It's just like it's, it's so similar to any. You know how every state just has their generic yeah, it's draft. Like big on it's like yeah, yeah, Emu Bitter or Swan Draft or something yeah. like that. Um, I still have a real soft spot for Melbourne Bitter. Oh yes, yeah. like and I have a soft spot for Melbourne Bitter Stubbies. No, I prefer a can. No, that's stubby, mate. No, you're yeah. wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> mate, mate, if you don't mind just carrying the show for five minutes or so while gaming and then, like, go out the front and melt the crap out of each other. <laughs> with one of us, yeah, one of us will return to finish the podcast off with you. Why do Damien and Dave don't... Why do they not talk to each other anymore? Oh, it's a long story. <laughs> yeah, the old stubby team. The old... Oh, yeah. what a life. That's been going on for millennia. But it's... Oh, I just love it. It's a good drop. And the the thing is, in Adelaide, it is one of those things where everyone's like, oh, that's body rats piss, as if you drank that. And you're like, mate, the last time you had one was when it was warm in a backpack when you were 14 at a house party. <laughs> and and you do the blind test for some people. Like, you would just open up a stubby of West End, pour it into a glass, and be like, oh, beer's up, boys. Yeah. And they're like, ah, oh, that's better. Oh, yeah, that's West End. They're like, oh, is it? Oh, that's shit. Oh, I hate Yuck. Like, oh, get out of here. Beer snobs. But uh, West End's good. Um, yeah. So you've got a new show that you're doing at the Fringe yes. this year called Not Enough Chill Lee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You picked up on that pause. I like it. The pun pause. Well, it just, that's chill. Yeah. Lee. Lee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about that and when you're yeah, performing I'm, it? Yeah, and... I'm rewriting it every day. Uh, uh, so... <laughs> we had, we've, we've interviewed a few uh comedians in the last week or so and there's a lot of that it's like yeah yeah well I've got the name and I <laughs> because they made me come up with the name and now I'm much. thinking about how I can do a show about that name because <laughs> they're all all the festivals are sort of in a row right like the yeah. fringe, there's the fringe and then Melbourne pretty much comedy. goes Perth Adelaide Melbourne then some people go up to Brisbane for their comedy fest and Sydney's Sydney, got a comedy festival now as well uh, Auckland as well so I mean potentially if you do all of them you can run from January to like August finish up in Edinburgh mm. Yeah. So it's like a whole year. It's a lot of work. Um, but the thing it is... Sounds like a pretty good life, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great. Drinking every night and doing shows. It's fun. Oh, but, uh, yeah, it's always the hardest thing because you've got to come up with a name about six months before the show actually is. Yeah. So you've got to register your show and you're like, it's six months away. Mm. I don't know what material I would have come up between there. Yeah. yeah. So you just kind of come up with a, a silly name. And I was just like... I found that hat on my poster. On my poster, I wear a, a felt chili hat. I found it at Savers for $8. I'm like, this is great. I bought it, and I put it on my head, and it fit. It and is then pretty I, great. We'll throw it up. Uh, so yeah, yeah put it up. And I just, I was like, that will make a great photo. And I'm like, well, not enough chili. Oh, pun. Ring, ding, ding. There you go. Here's hundreds of dollars to register that show. It's a bit like sort of doing a uni essay type thing. We go, well, I've written the first line. I reckon I can knock off for the, like, the night now. And I'll just go down the pub. Because I, I've got way further than I thought I was going to so I've got everything I need except the actual 15-minute show. No, I'm writing it. I'm getting along. It's a, it's a loosely based on my uh, hatred of cooking. 
I just Ooh. don't. I have no joy in cooking. Do you guys, do you guys like cooking? Or I what? I do. I yeah. do actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, it just I'm, stresses me. Out. I'm moving. I'm in the process of moving house, and the thing that I'm really looking forward to in the new place is just being having the ability to cook and not interrupt my housemate while I'm yeah. doing that. So I think I'll be cooking. Because you do have a love of just dropping pans on the floor and things <laughs> yeah. like that just to sort of bring out the flavour. Well, you know, well, it was, as you know very well, David, it was a weird living arrangement. So it's over now. <laughs> 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 well, this is at home. Damo's always twitching right now. <laughs> starting to foam at the But I, do, I, I, do, I'm not, I don't know whether I'm very good at it, but yeah. uh, I like doing it. And that's the thing, I, I, I kind of feel bad because every time people ask me about the show, I say that, and they're like, oh, really? You hate it? I like cooking. It's quite enjoyable. So I'm like, have I just created an incredibly <laughs> small niche market for people yeah. who love chili puns and hate cooking? But uh, <laughs> why don't you perhaps just say, my show's about my love of cooking, until yeah. at least they give you the 50 bucks and are in the door. That, and then, <laughs> then I switch. Yeah. 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 Then you go, Mark Maron, lock the gates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, it's very loosely based on that. Um, but I guess the whole chill aspect is, like, whenever I cook, you know, I'm someone who will, like, mutter at the food as it's burning. Like, fuck, fuck. And, like, try to open up the packet and it rips. Oh, fuck. You know, I'm just, I've got Tourette's when I cook. Uh, and so I'm like, okay, well, you know, the chill part, maybe am I just a bit highly strung? Is it really the cooking that's making right. me yell fuck it <laughs> or is it something <laughs> else in my life you know do you so, swear during other sort of household processes no like, you know, no, no. It, oh you know love love hooking up a laptop to a tv <laughs> yeah. to watch a show <laughs> hate cooking eggs uh so there yeah. you go fair enough yeah but that'll be at the fringe are you gonna do it, it will. the comedy festival and stuff no or? no so i do i do think we're uh, in adelaide i tend to do like a brand new show so not right. enough chili will be brand new show in adelaide uh, about cooking, maybe. I don't know. I'll probably change my mind when I drive home today. Uh, <laughs> but the show I'm doing in Melbourne is the show I did last year in Perth and Adelaide called uh, Good Effort. Oh. Yeah. Right. Which is uh, the one I'm going to be doing in Melbourne. <clears throat> so if you're in, from Melbourne, come see Good Effort. Yeah. If you're in Adelaide, come see Not Enough Chili. Uh, and if you're in any other state, not interested. <laughs> or, if you, or if you only just found this podcast like a year or so after it came out, yeah. go to Not Enough Chili in 2020. Yes. <laughs> Let's see how the show goes first. I might burn it. Uh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be good. Um, all right. Well, I think I think that's us done, gentlemen. We're that's done. A good, that was a good chat. Mm. That was lovely. Thanks for being on, man. Oh, thanks for having me it's on. A good chat. Thanks for the tinnies as well. We're drinking right now. Oh, we're doing yes, no, that's, yep. that, that is traditional. All right, well, we'll be back soon with uh, with another episode of The Corner. David. <laughs> <laughs>